then whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. Okay. So, if I remember correctly, you guys uh, were transported back to Many Things Incorporated or where Many Things Incorporated once stood. How did you get back again? Did you concentrate on the card? Was that it? Uh, yes. Because you picked up like a blank card or something like that. Yeah, empty, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was it. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, you found a blank card on one of the corpses of these like starfish pentadrone creatures, right? Yes. Yes. And there were a suspiciously small number of those creatures hanging out in their like headquarters. You know, you would expect there to be more if this is the hub of their society. And when you returned, the whole Many Things Inc. was just a shambles. It's just rubble everywhere, no sign of uh, of much going on. Did you find any corpses? Yeah, I think all of them, right? Like, uh, uh, who? All of who? Zane. Who did you Zane. find? Fresh corpse. Yeah, Zane, Zane and all those guys. Okay, so you found Zane. Uh, did you find anyone else? I think all of them, right? Well, I don't Jessie, think it was all of them. Yeah. I think it was the receptionists, Jesse yeah. and Zane. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. And you also found numerous boxes filled with decks of many things. And mm. uh, you, I think, drew one of the cards, which gave someone something helpful. And then someone drew something when it wasn't helpful too, right? Because yeah, I think but... we decided that we need, we need to start drawing cards in order oh, to... Oh, yeah. It was uh, uh, Yuka's character, Asuka, drew a card, and he could ask the universe any question in the world. And he was like, how do we, uh, how do we get out of here? <laughs> and the, the universe said that, you know, there are certain cards that might be able to help him. Uh, you don't know if that's the only way to get out of your situation, but the universe gave you that response. And what was the thing that you drew that wasn't good? Oh yes, that was I it. Drew it. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, now I remember. Um, I'm just gonna grab a glass of water. I can still can hear you. Um, yeah. So basically, Milksteak drew a card, and then didn't his body just collapse to the ground? It did collapse. Yeah. yeah. And that is where we left off. You just saw your friend, of not very substantial stature, hit the ground of this sort of like foreign dimension with like gray black swirling colors in the in the sky and this little figure just goes thud on the ground we are going to all except for milksteak who is unconscious presumably on the ground everyone is going to make a perception check smorgasbordin you hear a sound and with a 21 it sounds distinctly like how do i describe it uh, you know, like when a bunch of stuff falls over and then like a little bit of wind blows and then like it continues falling almost like, uh, it was barely holding itself up and then it like fatigued and gave out. That's what you hear. You hear like a sort of screeching of metal, a shuffling of rubble and then like glass shattering. And it's like a slow sound at first as though 
it was holding on to its strength up until this moment. And it's about 60 feet to the west of you. And Asker, you hear a noise that sounds a little bit like Milksteak has just farted, but it's kind of rumbling, or maybe his stomach is hungry. You're not sure. (laughs) I do that. I stare at him and go. You stare at his body and look disgusted. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Schmorgsborden, what Uh, um, what do you do? Okay, shall we follow follow where I heard the noise? Shall we head that way? Uh, Frisius or Asker? Oh, He's full on unconscious, so I can't remember. Can we just like do that again? What happened when he do the did the card? He drew a card. He drew the card. Uh, by the way, every time you draw a card, it goes like and it like disappears, and his eyes just like closed, and he fell on the ground. Hmm. Let's have a if look, you want to go and check on the sound, I'll check on him. We probably should have just leave like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> he could be dead. You know, so I didn't think. No, me neither. Oh, there's a sound. That's good. I'll check on the runos then. <laughs> uh, see if I can figure out, like, it, it, what's up with him. Okay, or, sorry, roll, uh, roll me a medicine check while uh, Schmorgus Borden, you're investigating the noise? Yeah, yeah. Okay, make an investigation check, please. <laughs> wow, seven medicine. And a three investigation. Holy shit. Okay. So, Asker, with a seven medicine check, you touch his skin. You like flick him in the cheek. You like start picking his nose briefly. That didn't work. And you go, sleeping, dead, could be either. Fantastic. Uh, then, you walk 50, 50 feet in a direction and see some shattered glass with some sort of metal beams uh, puncturing the glass. And you think maybe this is where the noise is coming from, but you just kind of, you're not sure. Uh, okay, maybe, maybe. Asker, do you want to come and come and check out where I am? In case no, no, he's sixty feet away from you. You need to say that louder. Oh, <laughs> Asker, come over here. What? Check this out. Check this out. What? <laughs> I heard something, but I can't see anything. What is it? Okay, I'll, 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 when I he says that, I try to listen for this thing he says that is making a noise. Okay, make a perception check. And uh, Schmogs Borden, you were beginning of a sentence. Uh, yeah, you can probably see better than I can. Oh, okay. Um, with an eight, Asker, you don't hear more of the noise. You don't hear more stomach rumblings or farting, but you can see Schmogs Borden 50 feet away from you. Fantastic. Okay, I'll walk over to him, uh, and then I ask, what, what, "What's this thing? Yeah, I can't hear anything. What are you talking about?" Uh, I heard, uh, I heard something fall over and crash, and then I tried to find it, but it was only some glass. But I feel like there's more to it. Maybe you have better, better chance of seeing something. Where, where did it come from? The west. 
Right, I'll stare into the west and see if I can see what's in the west. Okay, make an investigation <laughs> check, please. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, with a four. Okay, with a four, you go up to the glass that Borden is standing in front of, and you pick up you pick up a shard of glass, thinking maybe it's under here, and you cut yourself for three piercing damage. We're like the worst adventurers ever. <laughs> Bumbling around. And then, as as the blood is like spilling out of your thumb, you see underneath the like shard of glass you picked up is a small metal box. Ooh. Nice. All right, I'll pick up the box. Where is okay. It? Uh, on the front of the box is a is like a little note. It's like uh, it's it's held there with like a small novelty sized dagger. Like normal daggers are like this. This is like this, and it's like. Holding the note in the top of this box, and I'm going straight forward, and I'm picking it up. You're you're holding it. Do you want to read the note? It's in common. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The note says, "Extreme caution, not to be opened without Jasmine's approval, or after the expansion meeting and subsequent vote." Hmm. Okay. It also has like a really complicated. Now that you're holding it up close, it has a really complicated like keyhole on the front. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll I'll pop 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 that in my in my bag. I think before we try to open anything, and just in case shit hits the fan, I think we should try and wake him up. <laughs> I yeah, honestly I thought you were gonna say we should save. <laughs> <laughs> F5. F5. <laughs> quick save, quick save. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try and... Uh, I haven't got any healing magic. Well, I'll go over and uh, give her this little kick, because I think he's sleeping, apparently. So I'm going to give him a little... Not a hard kick, just one of those, hey, wake up. Okay, I, I'm going to say this is a medicinal kick, so roll a medicine check again. <laughs> Yeah, he he is motionless, like except for a higher pitched squeaking sound, which could be like abdominal gas escaping his rectum. Sweet, I kicked the <laughs> shit. It sounds like this. I think that got filtered because yeah. it, it was a silent but deadly one. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It sounds silent. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have a go at reviving him. Okay, medicine check. Well, I mean, you can describe in further detail what you attempt. What What are you attempting to do? Oh, okay. I'm just gonna grab him by the shoulders and shake him. Okay. <laughs> yep. Let, let's try a medicine check. You guys are real good, like doctors. A <laughs> kick and a shake. Okay. Oh my. <laughs> with with an eight, you feel more confident than Asker that. Physical violence does not appear to be working. Right. Okay. That's what you <laughs> conclude from your investigation. Sorry, your medicinal my, examination. From my throttling. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I have another idea. Um, I <laughs> Punch him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll, I'll grab a little bit of water and splash it in his face. Okay. You, you do that. Nothing happens. 
Okay, okay. Let's think about this. Maybe um, is he still holding the card that put him to sleep? No, the card disappears every time you draw one. Right. Okay. Pulse then. I'll check his pulse. Is he alive? Uh, I I don't know. What is your what is your uh, wisdom score? Uh, wisdom is fourteen. Okay, and if you go to your medicine skill, right on your character sheet. Is it is the little dot beside it filled in in black? No. Okay, so you're not proficient in medicine, but you do have a 14 in wisdom. So I'll say, yeah, you can do a medicine check with disadvantage because this is a time where people don't really know what a pulse is. Oh, I see. <laughs> okay. I quit once, twice. Okay. okay. With, with a 13, with a 13, you feel a very faint bumping against your fingertips. I guess that means uh, we can conclude he's alive. Right. I, yeah. I'm, glad we, I'm glad we got there in the end. That's like step one, <laughs> isn't it? Um, uh, I guess... Okay. I really know what to do now when rolling's so shit. Can like, I check for, yeah. like, is he very hot? Like, is I've, he... got, I've got a potion of healing. Is that just before HP? Or can that work for shit like this too? In this world? Asker, he feels ambient temperature uh you don't feel him to be particularly hot or cold okay. uh okay let's cross over to milk steak everybody else block their ears uh milk steak you see blackness you feel nothing you don't feel as though you have a body you feel like you're in a relatively small space maybe like you, you, sorry, you sense that you're in a small space, like three feet by one foot. Would you like to do anything? Um, so I'm conscious, okay. You have an awareness that exists beyond your body, clearly, because you don't have one. I'll try to investigate of where I am, like how is it like some kind of cage? Cool. Like, or... I'm, glad, I'm glad that you said that, because I get the opportunity to say, you can't because you don't have a body. You're yeah. just in blackness. <laughs> uh, can I... So I just have my conscious. Yeah. The, to be honest, this is just to mess with the other two and to mess with you as well. I mean, I'm obviously going to try not to have you like this for a long time, but it's unlucky that you drew that card and I will let you know when more did things happen. Sorry? Or did I felt the kicks or not? Like no, the, the kicks would not have helped them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uncover your ears. Cool. All right. What do you do? Um, um, uh, <laughs> can we just leave him? Just leave him for a bit and carry on. See what happens. Because the thing is, I'm, 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 we keep... Can we carry him with us? Yeah, he's like a small guy. You're quite big, right? I'm quite, I'm quite a big guy. I can just carry him wherever we want to go. Yeah. I'm a halfling, so I guess I'm quite smallish. Yeah, halfling, and you're yeah. a dwarf man. So we're not, we're not leaving, we're not leaving a man behind, but we're, we're sick of trying to revive him. We're leaving <laughs> a man unconscious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for a little bit, we'll, we can revisit. What are your what are your classes again? You're a sorcerer, and uh, the half orc is a druid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, so is there like a, can I, can I do like an arcana check to see if this like, if it, because if the car did something magically to him, is that something I would be yeah. able to figure? Make a, make an arcana check, Schmorgesborden, give me a nature check as something in your memory comes to mind. Okay, 14, better than some of your previous checks, Asker. <laughs> okay, 21. All right, firstly, Asker, with a 14, <sighs> it's not the same as anything you've encountered, but you get the sense that his essence has been transported elsewhere. Right. You don't, because you're a sorcerer, everything you understand about the arcane is instinctive. And that's the best way you can express that instinct. Okay. Shmogus Borden, you notice that while trying to tackle the problem of how to transport this small halfling around with you, it brings to mind a number of the animals you've seen in the forest, kangaroos, monkeys, possums, and they basically carry their young on their back. So it occurs to you that with the leather and rope that you have, you could fashion a kind of baby Bjorn to carry him with you. <laughs> nice. I like that. Mama. That speaks to my motherly instinct. Yes, definitely. I'm sure it would. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, I guess we don't really know to get him back because we don't know what's happened. But uh, let's just carry him with us and see where we can go. Maybe we can find someone who can help out. Yeah. 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 We'll carry him with him. Uh, Okay. So I'll Um, I'll take the thing back up then, the box, and see if I could potentially... Like, uh, pick the lock or something? Because I, I reckon we don't have a key, right? No one has a key for the for the little box thing. Uh, you don't... Uh, I mean, you would know your inventory is better than me, but I don't believe you have a key. No. 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 I know I don't. I'm just thinking in case. Um, all right, so I'll try and... Uh, I'll try and see if I can pick that lock then. Okay. Make... Uh, I think that's... Dexterity check plus your two proficiency or whatever your proficiency bonus is. It should be two or three. Uh, for dexterity is plus one. No, for dexterity is plus one, but your proficiency for all things is up next to your armor class. Okay. Uh, 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 it's called proficiency bonus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just lying. Sorry. Yeah, plus three. So dexterity plus three. Uh, yeah. So plus four overall if you've got a dexterity of plus one. So how does this, this roll thing? Is that, is it- uh, roll d20 plus 4. Well, oh, forward slash roll space 1d20 plus 4. 20, 20 no spaces. Plus. Okay, nice. With a 17, you put your thieves tools inside this lock, feel a number of tumblers in a bunch of different directions that you're not familiar with, but you manage to figure it out and it goes click. And the lid opens like it's half an done. inch. All right, stand by, Sean, or it's more important because this shit is about to go cray. Okay, do you open it? Yeah. Okay, you open it, and inside you see a most unusual object. I'm gonna try and draw it for you. Ooh, art. <laughs> That's a dick. <laughs> uh, A gun. Tap. It's, it's a blow dryer. A hair dryer. 
you see a thing that resembles like an L shape and it has like a small tube on top of it filled with like green liquid. Wait, so is, is this hmm. the Rick's portal gun? <laughs> uh, you can roll a history check if you want to determine that. Uh, you have no idea who Rick is or what a portal gun is, and you've no idea why that thought occurred to you. <laughs> Touche, Sam. Touche. Okay, well, it that looks like a little trigger. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll hold it up in my hand and aim it away from us on the ground, and I'll press the trigger. Okay, make uh, an intelligence check to figure out if you know how to operate this thing. Because you've never seen anything like it before. Okay, with a 10, you pick it up and throw it at Schmorgus Borden and it hits him in the cheek. And you go, oh, that, that was unnecessary. Uh, and it goes clang, clang on the ground. Or more like. Can, can you want to okay. see if you can figure that out, figure out what that is, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick it up. Go for um, it. And I'm going to see if I see if I can see if I can kind of work out what that green stuff is. Okay, make an intelligence check. Okay, with an intelligence check of 19, you surmise that the green stuff is presumably the fuel for this device and you conclude that the little pointy bit of metal uh between the two right angles is what operates it. Okay, okay. So I'm going to point it at Milkstake's neck and pull the trigger. Okay. <laughs> uh, you you pull the trigger. It wakes him up. You pull the trigger, but this thing has a uh, shorter range than you anticipated. So it opens a green rip in space about 10 feet before the corpse of Milksteak. And it just looks like a, like a little bit like uh, Asker, the, the portals you saw in the mage's lair that transported you to his different rooms, except this one is green. Okay. Let's get through it. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you fashion your baby Bjorn to transport Milksteak with you? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll say, uh, make a, make a survival check with advantage because you've seen animals that do this, so you could probably piece it together. So you get to roll twice. Okay. Oh wow! Natural twenty. Yeah, you managed to not only fashion it from the strips of leather and hemp and rope that you have with you, but you managed to carve on the leather with the tip of one of your daggers. Your your name, Schmorgus Borden, <laughs> and you're very proud of your work. And he's sitting comfortably, sort of like it's. It can be mounted in front of you or behind you. Which one do you choose? Like a marsupial in front of me. Okay, in front of you. Cool. So you guys step th step through this green rip in space. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> in that case, we are going to need to do some different things. I enjoyed that. You enjoyed yeah. fashioning a baby Bjorn? Yeah. <laughs> nice. You're in like a dark 
presumably like outdoor place. You step through. In front of you, you see a staircase. Beside the staircase is a small bronze plaque with writing engraved on it. A weird sort of light seems to emanate from wherever the stairs go to and sort of bathing the surrounding area in light. What do you do? Read the plaque. Ask him. You see Schmogsborden walk forwards towards the plaque. I'll uh, stay back and keep an eye on things. Okay, Schmogsborden. You get to the plaque. It reads in common. In front of you is a dark staircase. Its mysterious shadows beckon you to enter. And by beckon, I mean you need to go down the stairs. And there's not a whole lot of purpose for us all sitting around, is there? That's what it says on the plaque. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's what we do then. Let's walk through the thing. Yeah. Cool. All right. You walk down the stairs. Yep. Okay. Let me just reveal more of the map here. You enter a room. It is dark and smells like a pet store. It's all kind of wood chips and warm poop smell down there. A bunch of bats flap around the room. They look harmless. You see a door, you see a door to your right. I don't trust those bats. Have I ever seen a bat? Uh, I will say make an H check just for fun. A what check? Nature. Nature. I thought it was just H. (laughs) Tell me how old you are. Uh, 14. Yes, you have seen a bat before. These look vaguely like bats, but they're about 25 feet above you, so it's hard to tell. Do you want to start blasting? What, blasting the bat? Yeah, I just feel like I don't trust the bats just hovering around. We're in a strange place. I feel threatened by the bats. Okay, let's get the bats. Okay, Uh, roll initiative, firstly. And then we'll determine how well you, this sneak attack okay, goes. Sorry. I'll do it again. Sorry, I'll just. Sorry, I didn't have the thing open. But yeah, if you can select your icon, that'll be hugely helpful. Who is the first to react? I'll say you guys kind of surprised them. So that means Schmorgus Borden is the first to react. Okay. I'm going to. You see the bats as they sense your malicious intention suddenly dive towards you. But you're still quicker than them, so go for something. Okay. Um, I'm not, that's not a very tough bat. I'm not going to waste. I'm going to do an unarmed strike. Okay, go for it. <laughs> the hell? Oh, wow. Still... wow. Shit. Okay. Natural 20. Okay. Um, as one of these bats flies towards you, you punch through its body and all of its blood goes all over the walls. Nice. And it is gone. Okay, so is that the end of your turn? Do you want to move anywhere? You're in a sort of 10 by 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 foot room. Yeah, I don't think there's much point. I'll just, I'll just, I'm so, I'm so happy with my punch. I'm, 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 I'm not, not going to withdraw up there. Like, nice. Okay, so Asker's ask turn. Right, so I'm going to shoot magic missiles uh, on level three. So that's one missile per eat per per bat. Okay. 
I mean, oh, so that means like one, two, three, four, five dots? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, so let's see. Let me do it. I guess I, I do. Let's, I just roll the damage, right? Yeah, because they always hit. I roll 1d4 plus 1. I'm just going to copy that so I can do it five times. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Okay. Your five dots stream from your fingertips and obliterate these bat-like creatures in a sort of of black ichor. And we are out of combat. Excellent. Oh. Good job. I feel like we just killed regular bats, but I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> you notice <laughs> you notice that there is a substantial amount of black blood and possibly excrement all over Milksteak's face. <laughs> As he was sort of bearing the brunt of all of the blood spray, because he's in front of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take up my motherly instinct and I'm gonna wipe that off him. I'm gonna protect him. Nice. Okay, he looks cleaner, um, but your hands do smell a bit like bat poo. Cool. What do you do now? I'm going to leave you guys to whatever it is that you do with him, and then I'm going to go and check what if, if we can sort of go down here kind of thing. Okay, you come to a wooden door with a metal handle. What do you do? I try the door if it's locked. Okay, you open the door successfully. It is not locked. <laughs> you see a corridor. It is a stone, sort of flagstone. By the way, this whole area that you've walked down into is kind of flagstones and rough-hewn stone on the walls. And it seems to be illuminated by something other than torches. Just light permeates it for some reason. Right. Well, I guess we'll walk down. Okay. See, see what's what. Shall okay. We? Mm-hmm. Okay. You see... A room featuring a small plaque just on the corner of the wall, just before it opens up into a small room. We check the plaque. Okay. The yeah. plaque says, This room features a small wooden table and a couple of stools. Two goblins are here. They look pretty bored. Maybe they'd be less bored if they got into some sort of life or death struggle. You know, just a thought. Get him. Should we, should we do what the plaque says, though? I don't know if I want to do what the plaque says. I don't take orders from a plaque. I'll go in and say, hello. <laughs> I tried okay. it before. I learned my lesson. Never worked. You see one of the goblins is wearing an eye patch, and you see the other goblin has like a crippled leg. Um, basically, they just say, hey, what? What is it? What are, you, what, are you, what are you up to, kids? Ah, uh, just complaining. Our friend is a lazy fuckface. Uh, what are you doing? Why are you here? Are you trying to steal our gold? Oh, you got gold? I might steal it. Where is it? <laughs> well, I don't like the sound of that. And then they attack you. Why <laughs> <laughs> do you, you know, make them, make them have some fun. They attack, <laughs> so I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> well, you get the sense that goblins are pretty petty about their gold. Yeah, I, 
I, I suppose they didn't they didn't take too kindly to the jokes. Yeah, it's a very like redneck saying. I don't take too kindly to jokes. <laughs> so first to react is Schmogus Borden. You have a question, you can. No, no, go ahead. Cool. All right, Schmogus Borden, you're the first to react. Okay. You see these little goblins lunge towards you. Where where do you get all your kind of your cool things like attacking five at once? Have I have I missed all? Oh, that that's a sorcerer's spell. I mean, druids have all kinds of spells that might be similar. So you're like ten feet roughly away from yeah, yeah. the okay. first creature. If you if you if you let's see, how do I ping again? You hold down the left click. Oh yeah, hold it down. Oh yeah. So if you shoot sort of here in the middle with something with range of five, you, hit oh, you can both. do that. You can do that. Okay, so it's not yeah, it's not by square. You can do it in between. Okay, right. I'm gonna do that then. I'm gonna moonbeam these guys. Nice. Okay, so you can probably get both of them now. Do they need to make like a dexterity saving throw or something? Fourteen. 14. Yeah. So whenever a creature like an enemy needs to make a save against your DC, that's what they're saving against. So. He rolled a 10 constitution save. That's less than 14. So he fails. And so he takes he takes whatever damage it is, like 2d10, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Cool. So roll roll the 2d10 or just click the send to VDT of the damage. Nice, okay. Wow, that is a truly terrible roll. Um, so... <laughs> Is it doing it twice? Because he shot between them, right? So it took, both of them take damage, no? Yeah, they both take damage. Um, okay. uh, Do they take the same damage kind of thing? Or... Yeah, they take that. They, they both take that damage because they're both in its area. So you see these radiant licks of white flame sort of like scorch their skin a little bit and they try to like pat it out hurriedly. Oh my gosh, this is all Jerry's fault. And then you see the other guy say, yeah, I mean... Fucking Jerry, if he was here, this wouldn't be happening. And then it is the end of your turn, unless you would like to move somewhere. No, does it, this keeps on. This keeps like uh, duration, concentration up to one minute. So does it, does it stay in that spot on the next turn? Uh, yeah, unless you move it, it stays there. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, is that the end uh, of your turn? All right. Next yeah. turn is the goblin's turn. So it is going to try to. Scimitar Asker. Um, does it, an 11 I don't think hits you? No. Okay, then it is going to disengage and run underneath your legs. So 5, 10, 15. So I get to punch him, right? Well, no, because it disengaged like a, like a rogue does. Oh, so 25, they, 30. It's, just, it's an ability that he has. Yes, exactly. Um, so the other one is going to go up and try to uh, scimitar. Actually, if you can, you read Moonbeam for me again. Uh, the the description. Yeah, um, the whole thing. A silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five foot radius, forty foot high cylinder center of point within range. Until the spell until the spell ends, dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames that cause okay. searing. All right, so roll the damage again because they started their turn there. So just, oh, nice. Okay, with three radiant damage, 
you see more white flames engulf their body and they quickly pat them out, looking kind of the worse for wear, but not dead at this point. And you see the other one runs up to Asker because he seems to be the one blocking their path of escape. These guys don't look particularly brave at this point. And he's going to try and scimitar you, but he misses. And then he disengages as well and tries to run in the other direction as they seem to be like scattering. And you see him basically run through this little door. Cool, next up is Asker. All right, I'll do uh, magic missile again. Okay, go for um, it. So, but I think I'll just do like a regular one, just for, uh, let's see, hang on, a level one. Go for uh, it. So that's three. And I guess I'll do, I'll do, uh, Two on that guy and then one on that guy. Okay. Uh, okay, so who's getting the two? Uh, the first two go on on the guy in the bottom. Okay. The you watch the two bolts basically pummel him and go through his like lower abdominal area and he collapses to the ground. A couple of bats quickly land on him and start like scraping out his abdominal like organs yeah bitch and then the other dart goes towards the guy who went north right yeah okay that one hits him in the leg and he seems to be like limping and looking kind of on death's door but he's not dead yet is there anything else you want to do with your turn um i will let's see how much how far can i go on this uh, as a bonus move uh what do you mean a bonus what is a bonus move? What do you, what do you mean? I mean, as in my, like, a, um, how far can I move now? You've got your normal movement, so 30 feet. So I'll just go up here. Yeah, you I'm haven't, sure he doesn't go. yeah, you haven't used any movement. Okay, sweet. That's the end of your turn. Smog's Borden's turn. Okay, I'm going to, um, can I still get at him even though he's there if I wanted to move towards him and Scimitarin. Yeah, you can move through your ally's space, so you can just sort of like go shoulder to shoulder with Asker. Right there, same space. Nice, you want to attack? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, oh wow, critical hit. Okay, describe to me how this guy meets his end. Um, I go to attack him with my scimitar and on impact, he explodes like a balloon full of red paint. And that is exactly what happens. Nice. Everywhere. We are out of combat. Cool. So, uh, Schmogsborden, because the door has been opened by the goblin, you would see uh, the area beyond. So let me just describe that for you. You see a plaque just beside the door that the goblin just opened. Do you read it? Yes. Yep. Okay. It says, this room is sort of like a trapezoid. It's got a door to the east and the north and the south. It's got statues kind of around the place, mostly statues of an old man wearing a coat. And it's got plaques on each of the statues that you can't read from this distance. One of the statues appears to depict a woman in armor, really finely crafted, real interesting stuff. Seems like a master craftsman must have worked on it. All right. Okay. Well, I think. Do I we think, want to, I, I we want to revisit? 
have another look at Arunas to see if we can get him back up. Because yeah, not... I was just about to say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can, can can I can I uh, should we put him down and then see if we can uh, can we roll medicine again or can I roll Arcana again? Like, can uh, I... you can you can roll again, but when you've already failed a check, it makes it more difficult the next time. Because I'm just thinking now we've given him some time. Now we're looking for other things. I wasn't. Thinking... All right, okay. I'll hold the disadvantage then, is it? So tell me what you're trying to determine. I'm trying to determine if there's any way to sort of figure out what's wrong and can we wake him up? Because right now he's just he's unconscious and I'm trying to figure out if, if, why. Okay, give me give me one saccharini. Uh... But since you said, I don't know if that, I, I think I'd rather do like an arcana check for, well, for any magic, just, just because... Okay, make an make an arcana check. Make an arcana check. Because if I just I take one too. Okay, you you can both make one. That's fine. Because if his mind was somewhere else, then it feels like it would. Okay, so um, Asker, you have the distinct impression. You can't figure out how you know, but you can sense a strong magical aura coming from the north. It seems powerful. It might be associated with milk steak. Like it's it's similarly powerful to how strong he is, but you don't know. It doesn't have an identity. You can just like sense a disturbance in the force. Okay. So maybe if we go up north, we can find a way to get him back. And... Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's focus on that. Right. Cool. So what do you guys do? Uh, continue north. Okay, you move north. You open the door. You see another door. Do you open that door? Uh, what, what's all this yeah. here? Like, What's all what? I'm pinging. Oh, um, allow me to see if I can clarify for you. Uh, just... the, the stars in circles are the statues that I described. I see. And um, like I think I think that's rubble. Yeah, like uh, a series of rocks like blocking the path. All right. Uh, and is that's not a door here, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, they both kind of lead north-ish. Shall we go down? With, uh, you, you can decide. You you would know that the the aura that you sensed was directly north, not northeast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go up here then. Okay. Let's do you open? Do you open the subsequent door? Uh, well, I'll I'll gently try it to see if it's it's locked or not. It swings open instantly. Oh no no! So before I oh, I just I just kick it in. Okay. Nice. You you kick it in. You see a room. You see a plaque immediately next to the door that you went through. Cool. Let's read the plaque. Okay. The plaque says... This room is rectangular. Conveniently conforming to a grid in case you wanted to make a map of it. On the north wall is a big orange mouth. You can see it. It's right there in front of you. It's about eight feet high. Yeah, it's gross and weird. There's nothing else you can see in the room. You're not really looking anywhere. Cause I mean, what the fuck? There's a giant wall mouth. <laughs> uh, 
So the Woolmoth was on the far end here, right? Uh, yes, on the far end. I'll, I'll walk up to it. Okay, as you get closer, you can see that there is a small chest, like, bouncing around on its tongue, and you see this green saliva sort of dribbling down from every side of its giant orifice. Uh, I'll try to snatch it. Okay, you see the mouth clothes quickly and then says through gritted teeth, Surprise! Answer the riddle! You have to do it! You have to do it! Do you want riddle number one or riddle number two? Two. Okay. You see, it says, Finish this sentence. Wubba, lubba. That's it. Hmm? Wubba, lubba. Ah, yeah, where is it? Dubba? Is that what he says? Uh... As you say this, he spits a giant gob of like green saliva on you and you take, <laughs> wait for it, wait for it, three shame damage. <laughs> it's, it's real damage, it's just caused by shame of having been spat on. I'll, I'll say do then. Wobble do? He spits on you, taking five shame damage. Wubba lubba. You see, as he's like relaxed the mouth, as you don't seem to be trying to snatch the chest anymore. Ah, uh, it's his phrase, it's his catchphrase. He wants to catch on, isn't it? He? he wants it to be a catchphrase, and he keeps saying it. It's, yeah, and then it means something, right? In like bird language, whatever, like it means that he's depressed or something dumb. You see the mouth sort of like makes lots of lip smacking noises. <laughs> well, have a dib dob or something? It's not that, I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> I don't want to get more shamed out of him. Uh, Milksteak, you hear from your disembodied presence, like, <laughs> uh, I'm enjoying this thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> You've uh, been unconscious the entire wubba, time. Wubba lubba. Dub dub. Nice! As you say that, he spits out the chest and it goes ka-clunk, ka-clunk on oh, the ground. So close to what I said. And uh, basically the mouth also hawks up 50 gold pieces and they go click-clang, click-clang all over the ground. Nice. Cool. I'll check the, the chest then, oh, the, little, the little box thing, the chest thing. Okay, you open the chest and it's just filled with this black void and quickly the void springs out of the chest and occupies Milksteak's body. Milksteak, you open your eyes inside of what seems to be a baby Bjorn facing Asker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm covered in shit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's how we let it's it's you know we it's how we found you, bro. Like, don't. I'm gonna pretend you that should, you should see my hands. Look at, I'm gonna look at my hand. Um, the mouth vanishes, and a blank wall is where it once was. Oh, we have milk steak back. Sweet. I guess you can let him down now. No, I'm injured. He can walk. No, I quite like this. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll carry you as long as you want to be carried. Thank you. Ha! Great Go. Nice match. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna wrap my <laughs> hands around his neck. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'll pick up the money just because someone's gonna do it, and then we share that shit later, maybe. Nice, so 50 up, gold pieces. 50 gold pieces. You can keep that, you got it right. Uh, I kind of want to do, can we do like a rest? Because I want to get some HP back and maybe get some spell slots back because, yeah, I don't want to run into an actual fight that isn't bats and shit and have no spell slots and no health. What kind of rest do you want to take? Can we, can we do like a long rest? You can try, but you're in the middle of some bizarre stone structure that you were just transported to. Yeah, it's true. you know what? Let's not do any rest. We just got rid of us back. We're one. We're stronger. Let's. I'll check this door here. Okay. Uh, you check it by doing what? Just try it. See if it's open or not. It feels open. I kick it in. Nice. You see ten feet of <laughs> corridor and then a door. It's how I roll now. Nice. Uh, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll just r run up to, to that door and do a, a run up kick to it and just like smack. Okay, make uh, an attack roll. I'm not, uh, <laughs> let's see. How do I do it? How do I do an attack roll just generally? Uh, oh, strike? sorry. Uh, it'll be unarmed strike, yeah. <laughs> okay. With a five, you run up to it, take a leap, and then sprain your ankle and collapse onto the ground. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad injury. You feel like you can walk on it, but you look super dumb. <laughs> well, I stand up, I like just like like shake it off, and uh, then uh, gently try to open the door. Okay, it opens. Uh, beside, on the left, in the door jam, you see a plaque. Do you read it? Okay, you see the plaque says, yep, it's a big old circular room. Uh, sorry, one sec, there you go. It's a big old circular room. It's got six bedrolls on the floor, some dice and some parchments scattered around. Oh, and there are four goblins as well. I attack them with the magic missiles. Okay, let's get that happening. Sweet. Asker. You can react now. So I'll do a uh, level two magic missile, which means four darts. Uh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll do two on, let's see, I'll, I'll draw the freehand. Two on that guy and mm -hmm. two on that guy. Okay, sweet. So roll the damage for me. The first two is on six. 
the, 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 the top one kind of the, the, the first up on that one. First two nice. on him and the other two on him. On him. Okay, Demi. you see them get peppered with white bolts of force, but they seem to heft their scimitars in spite of your attacks and if anything look especially pissed off. <laughs> cool, is that the end of your turn? Surprise turn? No, I, I, I say, ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> I did call the last episode that, well, a couple of episodes ago, yield, by the way. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. So uh, because Askia was the, the one that sort of reacted super quickly, next up is Jerry's turn. Spelled G-E-R-I-E. So that's the guy over here. He's going to run up to Asker and poke his scimitar in a sort of, now that he's face to face with you, he seems kind of scared. Whereas before he seemed real aggressive and like he was all about the attack. Does a 21 hit? Uh, yeah, I have 14. Okay, you take eight slashing damage as it really bites between your presumably cloth armor which is not really armor at all. Tis not. Cool. And then Jerry goes, all right. Now, has anyone seen leg or eye? I mean, we need backup. Call them. No? All right. Fine. I'll do all the work then. Uh, next up is Jerry, spelt with a J. And this one is going to run up to the other side of Asker and attempt to slash you right up. Uh, this one is a six. Does that hit? No. So this one is not as competent and just slashes between your legs and goes, oh, he's a slightly taller than I expected. Uh, okay. Uh, Schmorgesborden's turn. What to use? I'm using ice, ice knife. That's the spell that you're going to use? Shard of ice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So I said a thing okay. about what Jerry did, and he's like, all right, I'll come over here, and then it's Schmorgasborden's turn, you're gonna ice knife, which one? So it's got a five foot um, area. So if I did it, if I did it here, mm -hmm. is that also? So that a five foot attack? radius or a five foot area? Area. Okay, so that's just one cube. Okay. That would, that would also, okay, I'm going to do it here, at least guys. Well, if it says, can you read the description of the spell? Uh, you create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature within range. Okay. Make a ranged attack, make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d10, facing hit or miss. The target and each creature within five feet of it must... Or dexterity okay, within sorry. five feet of it. So you choose a point, and then all the squares around that square are affected by it. Okay. Okay, okay. so which box are you targeting? This one. Okay, cool, go for it. Now make a ranged spell attack. Okay, 15 hits. Okay, doing seven piercing damage, and... This creature just instantly dies, and the yes. uh, the um, the shards of ice spray out onto the nearby goblin, and it needs to make a dexterity saving throw, which succeeds. So that means it probably takes nothing, or yeah. it takes half. Uh, on a dex. Uh, uh, it probably says. Miss the shard. 
No, yeah, it said uh, it must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take cold damage, so I assume nothing. Cool. All right, so you throw the shard of ice. It impales this goblin who collapses to the ground. Other shards of ice spray around it, but the guy nimbly dances out of the way. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? No, I'm happy where I am. Cool, milkstake's turn. You recently find yourself in a corporeal form, no longer black mist. You feel reinvigorated and incredibly scared about cards. <laughs> uh, okay, um, I'm gonna transform myself into a, a swarm of insects. Nice. Here we go, straight in. You become a small tornado of insects. Yes. I'm gonna tag this goblin that stands next to Asgir. Nice. By the way, the goblins look like this. They're very cute. Alright, cool. Make an attack roll with your claws or bite or whatever it is. Bite. Oh, natural 20! Okay, this guy is gonna die. How do you want that to happen? Uh... I just want to fly into his mouth and just, like, get out of his eyes. Like, just, like, okay, so you fly into his mouth, you watch his body become more bulbous, and then all the insects suddenly burst out of the eyeballs, and the eyeballs kind of roll along the ground as just insects come out of the sockets. Yeah, disgusting, I love it. Nice. Uh, is that the end of the insect's turn? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Jerry's turn with an eye. Jerry is going to look a little scared at the swarm of insects and just bolt out this southern door. <laughs> he just runs away. And then next is dead guy, then Asgur's turn. Uh, cool. Well, then I will do uh, a regular magic missile on him. So that's three darts on the one guy. Nice, go for it. Oh, wow, okay. How, how do you want this thing to die? They're not terribly big. They're a little kind of on the shrimpy side. How does this one meet its end? Uh, one goes in one eye, the other goes in another eye, and one goes into his mouth, and then he goes like... And then he <laughs> nice, couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, we are, we are out of combat. You see... A bunch of papers and dice strewn around the little area that they were gathered around. You see a bunch of bedrolls, like I described, well, like the plaque described, and then two doors, aside from the one you came in. Should the goblin run through that door, so should we follow him? Yeah, let's follow the goblin, see if we can catch up with him and kill him before he warns anyone. Okay. Yeah. You open the door? Yeah. Okay, you see a 10-foot corridor, but no sign of the goblin. Shall we just uh, bolt uh, ahead? Uh, yeah. yeah, let's keep running. Okay, you go through. Do you open the subsequent door? Yeah, I try. I do another attempt at uh, kicking it while I jump at it. Okay, make an unarmed strike. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So your unarmed strike... Uh, Again, fails, but not as <laughs> not as catastrophically. Like you basically try to shoulder charge it this time, and instead you just rebound off the door and sort of stagger away from it. I'll attempt to recover by, as I fall over, 
I roll backwards and stand up. Okay, uh, do an acrobatics check. <laughs> Sorry about all this wasting time, guys. But no, no, like this is this is why we play. All right, you you basically stagger back, stagger backwards, do a quick backflip, and land on your feet. Cool. All right. But it and looks. Open. Yeah, it starts poorly but ends very classily. All right, what happens now? You do. Walk up to the door. Okay, open. you walk up to the door. What what happens now? Uh, depends on what's on the other side of the door. Do you open the door? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, beforehand, I need everybody to make a perception check. Having a big screen is good. Okay, so you all you all hear quite clearly some voices raised in presumably argument. You don't quite understand the language that they're speaking, but it sounds a little bit like the creatures that you just encountered, and they seem to be really arguing with each other, like I have to That's what you hear. Ooh, I have a plan. Let's try and deceive them. They can't be that smart. We're here to do an audit. Let's just burst in and sh start shouting at them. So we're here to do the, an audit of the treasure. And then we try to convince them that need to show us the treasure, right? Yeah. All right, yeah, let's do that. Okay, just I, just without any acrobatic shit, just kick in the door <laughs> resolutely in a I here I come. And I just march it, try to march into the room uh, with my hands across my, my chest. Okay, that's what happens. Before that happens. Before that happens, I change my form into a, a parrot and land on his shoulder. <laughs> okay, you are now a parrot. Um, okay, so you open the door. It's a circular room. You see a plaque to the left of you and two goblins arguing over the corpse of presumably another goblin in front of them. All right, and I burst in and I start shouting, can you please shut the hell up? Well, I've been trying to find out who is in charge here because we came here with an audit and we need to do our audit. God damn it. Okay, so you can, you can roll a deception check. And also you guys notice as you come into the room slightly further that behind these two and a half goblins, is a small mound of glittering treasure. And uh, you see, uh, they turn towards Asker and say, uh, er, audit? Who's audit? Uh, we can get him, where, where is he? No, 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 you fool. We are here to count and make sure that you're like your treasure to make sure you've been paying the appropriate amount of tax. Uh, oh, oh, and you see him try to kick the body of the goblin in front of him towards the wall on the other side. And he says, uh, yeah, count. And he sort of like grabs his other goblin friend and as they like push and kick the corpse towards the other side of the wall and they start like having like a whispered argument with each other. What do you do now? All right, I'll, I'll walk over to the treasure like down here or something. Okay. Uh, and I get milksteak is with me as a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then and then I called for a smorgasbord and uh, 
Come here, come here. As if I'm ordering you over my counter assistant. Okay. So you you pull him over as your assistant, and then what happens? Yeah, and then I I tell him to proceed with the counting, so I I so that we can just okay. What what do we do now? Also, as the goblins moved out of your way over to the wall, you all heard a distinct like jingling metallic sound, like a clink clink clink, as they were walking past you, and you can make. You can all make intelligence checks to determine more information. 17, 8. Intelligence. Oh, just Um, okay, you got a 21. So Asker and Milksteak, you are quite confident that that jingling sound is the sound of like gold coins, usually in like a pouch. But when you heard it going past you, it sounded like it was coming from the goblins themselves. Okay. I'm going to land on one of the goblins' shoulders and try to ask to uh, turn in the coins. <laughs> turn in the coins! Turn in the coins! <laughs> okay, you, you say that, and suddenly the goblin acts like very nervously, like, what? Uh, what coins? And he pulls away from the hushed argument he was having with the other goblin and says, no, no, no coins. No one, no one said anything about coins. You're just count. This is <laughs> this isn't everything. And I <laughs> and I pull out like I surely I have a book of sorts, right? Some sort of mage mage book. I kept hold of something. Uh, let's see. Uh, I think you got one from that spell. from the. Uh, you also have like a spell book from the. Uh, from the, the Penta- from the pentadrone place with all the sort of fleshy starfish, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just pulled that up and just flicked a random page and start pointing. And then I point at the pile of gold and I said, this isn't right. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, can make, gold you can make an intimidation or deception check. It's up to you. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. They say, oh, well, we know. Oh, we, we bet. We we bet him. We bet him that, and their English does their common doesn't seem very good. We bet him that that he couldn't eat more gold coins than we could, and he won, but he died. And as they say this, you can hear like the jingling as they gesture around. I guess we're gonna need to rip them apart. I guess we do. Yeah. Yeah. We either tear them to pieces or we wait for them to. Um, I'll say you are all you know. under arrest under the authority of the auditing company, and so I uh, to turn around. I'm gonna have to cuff you, and I'm gonna I walk up to them to to to, to restrain them. Okay, uh, which one is you? Oh, you're you're a Jerry. Okay, as you walk up to them, they run away. So you get an attack of opportunity oh, okay. on on one of them. Okay. <laughs> I, I should be on one of them shoulders still, no? Well, yeah, technically, if that's the case, then yes, you are. Um, okay, so an attack opportunity with just, it, that's, that, that just counts as me- melee stuff, right? Uh, yeah, just what if you have a sword or something like that. Yeah, I got, I got a dagger. Let's see. Uh, 
Yeah. Got my dagger. Okay, you hit for four piercing damage. You take a big stab into the kidneys. Uh, do you chase them? What happens next? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, they go into the previous room that you were in. Well, they went in that direction, you assume. All right. Now okay. Leg it after. Next up is Schmorgus Borden. Okay. Um, these guys are pissing me off. I'm just going to attack these guys. I'm going to gut him for his gold coin. He's uh, sorry, that's a corpse. You you want to go over oh, here, dead. and then there's one <laughs> there. So they're basically they're in the middle of the room oh, of the previous room. Kinda, sorry. Yeah, I kind of want to reason with them, but I just they're just they're either going to run away and keep running, or when we try and get the gold off them, they're going to engage in combat. So let's just let's just let's just kill them. Yeah. Cool. Roll your attack. Scimitar attacking. Do you have like attacks as a parrot? Okay, you you hit this one that you hit. Looks like which one do you hit? The one on the the one that was already hit, or the one that wasn't? Uh, the one that was already hit. Okay, you slash a long three foot vertical line down the middle of this goblin's like torso. And just gold coins spill out. Blood and coins, <laughs> blood and coins, just all over the ground. Excellent. All right, is that He's the end dead. of your turn? Yeah. Cool, that is Milkstake's oh, no, turn. Can I collect the coins? Uh, yes, you can. You collect 25 gold pieces. <laughs> yeah. Mid-fight, bro. Don't loot until the final vote. <laughs> That's rule number one. <laughs> Uh, Milkstake, what would you like to do? Uh, we're not in initiative order because they're basically just running away at this point. Um, I'm gonna just a uh, revert back and ice knife him. Okay. Uh, does it does it um, read the description of uh, shape change or wild shape? Does it does it take your action to unshape? No, it doesn't say anything about unshaping it. Well, under wild shape, it should explain what happens. You can stay in a B shape for two hours before reverting back to your normal form, or as a bonus action earlier, or if you cool. Okay, so it's a bonus action, so you can do it and also attack. So you ice knife, and it needs to, wow nine piercing damage and then nine to the surrounding. Okay, so there is no one except Morgus Borden in the. Nine feet, sorry, in the five feet surrounding. So Schmorgus Borden needs to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> We're like the worst. Okay, <laughs> with a with, with a seven, you take nine piercing damage from the ice shards coming off of this thing. Is it the same damage that gets spread around it, or is it like a new roll for ice knife? This is what I get for carrying you in my stomach for hours. Oh no, okay, so you gotta roll 2d6, so it's a new roll for the for the shards. Okay, so don't you can give yourself the nine health back, Schmogus Borden, until we determine what the correct oh, okay. roll is. So Aranas, you need to roll 2d6 for like splash damage. Yeah. Uh, roll 2d6. 
Nice. Okay, you take you take four piercing damage instead. Better. Nice. Okay, so this thing that you just hit, this goblin looks to be on death's door, and he says, "Please, please, I'll I'll just take a shit soon, and there'll be some gold in it." And that's the end of uh, the parrot now transformed back into a druid's turn. Unless there was something else you'd like to do. Cool. So that comes around to its turn. The goblin is going to use his turn to run away. So that means Smorgasbord gets an attack of opportunity. Uh, it's a melee attack with your melee weapon. Cool. So I can... Is that a scimitar? It's a melee weapon. Well, whatever it is. Yeah, presumably. Nice. You do another huge vertical slash and it just collapses on the ground and just gold goes everywhere. You know, like in the office when Kevin spills that big pot of chili and all this chili just goes everywhere. Imagine that, but with gold. Gross. Okay. I say to these guys, hey, help yourself. Spilled gold. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang on because we're waiting for one more. Is it my turn? Uh, no, there was, only, there was only two goblins. Both of them have been killed. Ah, uh, it was three. All right, cool. No, the th remember the third one is the corpse. Well then, I'll I'll go to the third. I'll go to the corpse and uh, gut him. Okay, knife. make a medicine check just to see how precisely you do this. Okay, <laughs> with a six, you just <laughs> rip and tear with your dagger, and then these zigzag wounds spill out like five or ten gold pieces here or there. But then you have to dig through the intestines with your hand to get the rest out. It then, works out to be fifty gold pieces. All right, I'll take these 50 gold pieces and then I uh, just do a, a, a cheeky little uh, firebolt on him to burn him to make sure I got all the gold. Uh, well, he's not necessarily flammable, so you would scorch him with your firebolt, but he doesn't instantly burst into flames. I see. He's, he's being difficult. Well, I mean, his clothes <laughs> smolder fitfully. I'll, I'll grab him by his, uh, by his feet and start smacking him around to see if I can shake something out. You shake loose a further 15 gold pieces. Neat. Yeah, good job. And also, you get a lot of blood all over you, and presumably Milksteak as he's walked back into the room, whereas Smorgasbordon is safe in the other room. <laughs> okay, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll take all the blood that I have on my hands and my face and just do like a... Just to get like the, the, the sort of badass barbarian look. It smells bad, but it looks badass. Because this way, maybe we can just scare the rest of them to run as well. We just, you know, I feel like the the, the audits thing kind of worked, but we ended up killing them anyway. So next time, let's just yeah. go. <laughs> Barbarian accountants. All right, let's have a little. Uh, did you guys pick up the gold up here in the other room? No, I'm just. No, no. I asked you. I said to you, it's all yours, but you ran away, so I'm going to pick it up now. Yeah, okay. Okay, it works out to 25 gold pieces. What was that, uh, mistake? I'm ignoring all the small bits and I'm straight away dashing towards the pile of gold. Okay, in the pile of gold is 220 gold pieces. Oh, wow. Uh, let me just double check if there's anything else. He was unconscious for most of this, you know. And it, it, 250? Nice. I feel, I feel like he would, you know, he deserves something for that, you know, like we did um, most of the work. Make the money. a so make a perception check, milkstick. Perception. 
I would agree with you, but he just ice beamed me, so. <laughs> seven. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, with a seven, you think to yourself, these gold pieces in this big pile of treasure feel lighter than usual, but you don't really think much else about it. Cool. Does anyone else do anything? You're in a circular room. Continue down where, where they were kind of trying to run off to, right? Up into like here. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna quickly do a perception check on the gold because I noticed milk steak. Sorry. Looking a little bit. I noticed milk steak looking a little bit like suspicious of the gold pieces, but then thinking nothing of it. So. Okay. Make a perception check. Just in case. Just in case you missed something. Oh, wrong one. Okay, no. with a 12, you notice this little bit of brown residue is left on Milkstake's hands after he puts the coins in his pouch, his like coin pouch. He's got these like brown stains on his hands. Okay. Is it poo? Uh, make a s nature check. Okay, with a 14. To your keen druid senses, it doesn't smell like poo, it smells like chocolate. Oh, okay. Oh no, they've been chocolate, are they all chocolate gold pieces? They're fake gold pieces. Nice. I mean, the are you sharing? information or are you just pondering yourself yeah i will i will just in case you try and try and buy something later and then you get attacked for trying to use chocolate yeah, gold I'll, pieces I'll check, I'll check all the coins that i just picked up uh the coins that you picked up Asuka, you examine them they feel like real gold Being Sorry, do you, does Smorgasbord <laughs> tell this information to both Asker and Milkstake? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Cool. Asker quickly checks. Coins, so Sorry. in case I'm gonna be bulk, I'll, and if they're fake coins, I'm I'm happy to try to get rid of it. Okay, cool. All right, you're you're content without checking the Milkstake. You're just like, I'll be fine. Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Well. I'll go up and check the pile then and see like what 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 are you on about with this chocolate stuff? Then I'll check the pile again or around that area. Okay, you pick up the coins from the pile. What do you do with them? Uh, I'll just check them and see what's this brown stuff from. Kind of you thing. try to bend them and they immediately bend and inside they appear to be made of chocolate. So I uh, think it's a trap. I think what happens is we're going to try and eat them and then just fall into fall asleep or something. I'll, yeah, maybe. Let's, uh, let's, try, let's try eating one. Okay, you can do that. Yeah, I'm going to try eating a bit of chocolate. Okay, you eat it. It tastes pleasant. You don't notice anything happen <laughs> at this point. You also find it okay. unusual that the goblins chose to eat from Asga's observations their real gold as opposed to their edible gold. <laughs> Okay, should we move on and go through the door at the top? 
more than this. Yeah, there's more to it than this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we open the door. Yeah, let's o- o- open the one. Um, Milkstack can open the door where he stands. Yeah. Then, uh, to see how that connects. Um. Okay. You open that door. You see a corridor. You presumably walk down the corridor. And it leads to the same statue room that you saw with the plaques on the statues and stuff. Uh, we never checked those those plaques, did we? We just sort of ran on run on. No, ahead. no. We're, we're we trying to revive we... milk date. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Okay. Let we'll go down and check the different plaques on those statues then that we missed, just to see in case that gives a clue to what's going on. Okay, uh, all the statues of the guy, this old man in a in like a cloak, just say "awesome guy." Except the plaque underneath the armored woman has a much longer description. Do you read it? Yeah. It says, "Don't worry, I'm not a real person turned to stone or anything like that. I'm just a cool-looking statue put here to intrigue you." <laughs> Brilliant. All right. Uh, Shall we get back? Yeah, let's go up to that to that uh, door then. Yeah, I'll uh, try to open that door. Uh, Schmogesborden, uh, make a perception check. Okay, just as you're walking past the statue of the armored lady, you notice like a small seam just on the other side of it, on the opposite side from the plaque, in the base, uh, in the plinth. Do you do anything about it? Yeah, I try to unpick the seam. Okay, you pull it open and it's a stone drawer with a small scroll of parchment inside. Oh, I'll take it and I'll try and read it. Okay. On the parchment, it says in capital letters, quit wasting time, pick a door and go. Flip a coin if you have to, just pick a direction. It's not rocket science. What are you gonna do? Spend the whole night standing here with a statue? You need to pick a door and go. This is like the third fucking room. We don't have all day. (laughs) Very good. I I make a hasty uh, exit. Cool. What happens now? I try... Third time's a charm to kick down that fucking door. Okay, make an unarmed strike. God help me if I does, this does not work. Oh, yeah. Nice. You yeah. thoroughly kick the door <laughs> squarely. And it, it's not very dramatic. It just sort of, you've kicked it just hard enough to overcome the sort of like uh, handle mechanism. So it goes click and then like opens a couple of inches. Okay, then I kick it again, just normal, just... Clang! It hits the stone wall, and you see a five-foot corridor. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it felt good to actually get to do that. I guess we continue into the corridor. Okay, you see another door. Do you open the door? Yeah. Cool. Give me one second. You open the door. And inside you see a dusty circular room featuring a sweet ass treasure chest. You sense imminent bling. <laughs> I'll go up and see if it's uh, unlocked. Uh, okay. You test it. Uh, you're saying you try to open it? Is that the idea? Yeah. Okay. You try to open it immediately a saw blade pops out of it and you need to make a dexterity saving throw. 
and it makes a really loud buzzing noise, like buzz as it flies towards you. Oh wow, that is not going to cut it. You take eight slashing damage from the buzz sore embedding itself in your chest. I almost had, uh, I'm, I'm in, I had 11 health left, so I'm at three now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but I have, I have. Go on. Spell to save you, I think. Well, <laughs> I mean, we can just do a short rest or something. I, yeah. uh, it's, it's fine. As you look down, as you look down, you notice that your blood is pouring onto approximately 200 gold pieces, 400 silver pieces, two potions of healing, and this ruby-looking thing. You say that, but I don't feel like you always have... Did you hear the treasure description? Yeah. Yes, I'll take the ruby-looking thing and have a look at it. Uh, it smells of cherry pie. I'll uh, put it in my mouth. <laughs> it doesn't taste like cherry pie. <laughs> All right, I'll pocket the ruby, and uh, you guys can have the rest. I'll yeah. just two potions of healing, two hundred gold pieces, four hundred silver pieces. Well, actually, I'm, maybe I'll drink a potion of healing, and I'll uh, pocket should, yeah. the ruby. Just okay. Just so then, uh... I think a regular potion of healing is like two d four plus two. You recover six hit points. Well, that's okay. That's precisely the average score that you could get. That's as average as it could ever be, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> okay, well, and then I'll take the ruby, so I'll put that. You guys can split split the rest. I guess it's like 100, 100 gold each and 100 silver, was it, each? Uh, 200 gold, 400 silver. Oh, you can divide the mathematically however you want. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, let's put it in. Right, I'll put uh, inventory, let's see, manage equipment. My first silver. Um, I'm gonna, while you take the gold, I'm gonna have a, a short rest. Well, I guess we all have a short rest. Yeah, you cool. You can't have a short rest on your own. Go for it. Right? A short rest isn't like 10 seconds, it's like sitting around for half an hour. Yeah, I think it takes about an hour to have a short rest. Oh, okay. At least one hour. But yeah, let's do that then, and I'll heal a little bit. Um, right. Uh, have you guys split the treasure between you now then? Uh, oh, I found it. So yeah, I did. What if we did go to and sell the health potion? Uh, what? Sorry? 100 gold, 200 silver, and one of you gets the health potion. That's each. I have no idea what the ruby is worth. I just felt like after taking that soul blade to my face, I, I wanted the shiny thing. <laughs> <laughs> that smell, smells of, of uh, what is it? <laughs> or whatever. Uh, I think I said cherry pie. As you're taking your short rest, you remove the saw blade from your chest and chuck it on the ground and patch yourself up. 
Brilliant, thank you. All right. Cool. Now, uh, let's, uh, let's I, open the door. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to walk in first this time then. I've been, oh. too, I've been too eager this, this, this game, this play. I'm going to open the door and going to march in. Okay, you see a 10-foot corridor and then another door. And open the door again and march it in again. Okay, you see a room that has some interesting features in it that I'm about to describe. You see in the center of the room a pair of perfectly round stone mounds cleft artfully straight down the middle. And it's quite big. It fills the majority of the center of the room. And it looks like a butt from where you're standing. Something shiny is glinting near the ceiling about four feet above what can only be described as this huge butt. So <laughs> which one are you? I can make one of you fly so you can go up there. And have a look if it's near the ceiling. The glinting was near the ceiling, right? Yeah, above the yeah, peak of each butt. Oh, sorry, of each cheek. Right. What, what do you say, Smorgasbordon? You up for some uh, exploration of yeah, the butt? Yeah, All right. I'll I'll touch, I'll touch him and do the and, and and give him the flight so he can fly up and have a look. Okay. So you cast fly on him. Yes. Okay, and then you go up to it, Schmuggersborden? Yeah. Okay, when you get closer, you realize that it's another plaque. Do you read it? Yeah. Okay, it says, say goodbye to your butt, and you need to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. With a natural 20, wow. you feel the left ass cheek on your body disappear your leg <laughs> your leg still attaches to sort of like your pelvis but there's no meaty part on the left side and it feels <laughs> thoroughly thoroughly disturbing <laughs> um wow i i i don't want to come back down well there was some shiny yeah the shiny thing the shiny thing was a plaque that said goodbye to your butt Ah, okay. That's all it was. I think it was a trap. And on that note, we're going to end the session. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at thewronghandspodcast at gmail.com. So T-H-E-W-R-O-N-G-H-A n-d-s-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com